and the world's to the end of the world. In the happy set of tabernacle for the sun, which has a bridegroom coming out of his chambers. Rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race Is going forth from the end of the heaven And the circuit to the ends of it And there is nothing hid from the feet thereof The Lord Yahweh Testimony of Yahweh Make him wise and simple The statutes of Yahweh right Rejoice in the The commandment of Yahweh Pure Judgments of Yahweh are true, righteous all together. More to be desired than gold, yeah, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey. Hello, we're on the air. This is Kathy Cook with Bridging Wisdom. And Michael Golger. Hope everyone's doing well this evening. Michael, I would like to dedicate this uh, show to a special friend that we have lost, uh, Scott Norris, that went to East Mecklenburg. He was an East Eagle with us. And playing the beginning of our show was Steve Hoshack. You had the privilege of meeting a couple of weeks ago in my, when you visited here um, through Skype. We call him Chip. So he makes uh, a profound piece of music, doesn't he? I was going to ask you, is that Chip? And man, oh man, I love that song. Yeah, he just—he's coming over here next week to do some mixing, you know, for this in your office, if you don't mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has that you know, sound to it. And Maybe he could put me in the background. I always want to do doo-wop. Hey, you never know. But, he's going places. I can feel it. Oh, he should, right now, he should have a label and going gold. You know what? Maybe BBS Radio. Doug is that uh, brought us on air tonight. He is the he's, he is the one that chooses music to promote people. And I believe that we could 
probably get him to listen to some of his more of his work and uh, see what we can do about that. Uh, mention uh, what he, I'm, he does. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, mention that he, did you mention that he does every piece himself? You go right yeah. ahead and tell that. That's great. Yes, he does every harmonizing, every piece of music, everything is all his, and he writes it all. He's got also. Let me give out the uh, web page if anybody want, is interested in finding out more about him. It is. Uh, he's got two different web pages with music that you can download or listen to right now before he does put it. They're not mixed right now, so he says. So it's going to sound even higher of a quality. But it is www.reverbnation.com forward slash U, the letter U, the number four, and then Y-A-H, U-4-Y-A-H. That's his Christian music. And then it's the same www.reverbnation.com forward slash U-R-2 is his other um, page of just, oh my gosh, I can't get enough. He wrote the intro to Bridging Wisdom, remember? And we took it yeah. off because he doesn't he doesn't like the choir. He's, 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 he's uh, good I, about wanting to change a little bit of that, which we both agreed on because he wants yeah. it to have a more harmonizing quality. But um, we only played it once or twice a couple oh, of nights I, ago. I, I tell you now, as a seer, he is going to be a label and vocal. He is oh. he is a superstar waiting for it to come and manifesting it at the same time. I told him last night that I saw gold all around him like a gold label. So, absolutely, Chip, you're yeah. listening. We love you, buddy. And, we love and you, bro. You hang, beautiful. Hang place. on, partner. And it's the area. But um, anyway, I want to just uh, say, Michael, we have had some kind of awakening here, haven't we? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's, ama- it's the most b- amazing blessing. It of, felt almost robotic. It felt... I was in it. I, I was. I, you heard me yesterday. Just tears strolling down my face in healing. And I know that um, our schoolmate Scott Norris had a lot to do with it because my dad died seven years ago. And Dad, to me, is a greeter in heaven. And Scott's like a music guy, and he worked on cars a lot, built cars. And I mean, I, I don't know what. I don't even know my life without him and several, most of the people that I went to school with, because you know how I live in that little area where everybody knows everybody, you know, and we had 768 students in our class, graduating class, and, but it's, everybody's come together so deeply. I want to thank Chip Player, especially for um, working so diligently to help the family, you know, and uh, Laura for, um, getting everybody together, and I there's just too many to name what's been going on in the past couple of days. Um, anyway, let's just uh, talk about a little bit about, if you don't mind, the symbolic. You, you, you and I decided to 
to not talk on the phone because when we do talk on the phone, we need to start recording it because it's always so deep of lessons. But you brought up on the phone about 30 minutes ago, the well. Now, you want to finish telling me what you were seeing about that. And you can tell the active listening audience. We are going to talk about uh, symbols tonight, Michael. I hope you don't mind. And the knowing, because and, it just yeah. translates all into what we've been talking about for the past couple of days. We, well, you want to tell them about that quick story about going through Indian land? You go ahead. Please because do. To me, it's kind of connected. Because that's my family. Indian land, South Carolina, is where my grandparents the, were... Um, Worth stated, and um, well, I'm just all shooken up because I'm. Well, let me tell this story. It's pulling me back into that era, and you know how that took us out of our bodies just about. I'm just go ahead. Well, anyway, uh, I was visiting Tassie, and Tassie and I decided to take a ride in the country, and she wanted to show me Indian land, so we wound up in Indian land, and we were approaching this section of the main street and it was all Native American shops and I started getting first I felt that I went through uh, like a heat wave. You ever see the heat coming off the road? It that looks had like the first vision Michael, excuse me, but Listen. that was my very first time I went to the eye doctor because I couldn't stop seeing that stuff. Yes, I do understand what you're talking about. Okay, so, and back to the future type feel. I went through like that, and like a bubble, like a whoop. And the car kept going, and then I got super clairvoyant, and I seen an elder, a Native American elder, and I knew right away he was a shaman. And I knew, I was going to, I was fascinated with him, and he waved to me. And when he waved to me, I felt, energy jump into the car and kind of enter us. And Remember I all, asked you if there was anybody in the back seat? Yeah, yeah. And then I went to question you, but I didn't want to leave, lose sight of him, and I went back and forth, and when I went back again, he wasn't there. Uh, and then from that point on... I started having visions. Like when you showed me the barn, I seen the shack, and the shack used to be there, but it was a vision. And, and also, then, the, the, uh, when we got turned around when he jumped out of the car, because we ended up going down old roads that used to be called uh, Providence Road West, which is now Ballantyne, and I didn't know that it was still connected. Uh, Providence Road West was yeah. just like all over the place and we ended up coming home a different way that I I've never even known. Yeah. I, it, I knew it a, a long time ago as a kid. But we went there going down five twenty one in Johnston Road. And that's where my grandparent the reason I took you to Indian land was I wanted to show you my roots where my grandmother Hill was a um her mother was a medicine woman and her father was a holy man and my Cherokee roots but you know, and I took you to all the little sites that, and we sat in Uncle Dwayne's place wow. for a long time and talked about things, didn't we? And saw the horses. Well, it, that's it when started, I feel like it changed. Uh, there was some kind of quantum leap because in my studies there were stories, documented stories, where people would walk right into another time, another dimension, a past life, blah 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 blah. 
and something we jumped in through we jumped into something and then came out of something and I haven't been right since. And You've been good right that. I mean it's a good right. <laughs> it's a better to me to me it's almost superhuman and getting stronger by the day. I have I was automatically led to meditation, visualization, thank God I'm almost an expert in it. And a Native American drumming and flute and prayers, and I became obsessed with it. And vision after vision after vision. Now I'm getting obsessed with, with the way the mind works and how to work with that and to change things and make things better. And I'm, I'm obsessed with that, and I'm watching video after video like a robot, and I'm downloading, and I'm almost thinking the computer is speeding up to keep up with me. It's, it's weird. And I understand. This so, guy, Michael, tell the active listening audience that has never tuned in before pretty much what you mean by quadrum jumping, because we are in a transition of, of ascension anyway in this in the universe of becoming as, as uh, whole as we can be as as godlike Christ-like to me as we can be and uh, healing all our past and everything and that's basically you know me studying at, at the Seneca Reservation with the grandmothers I learned to become you know to clean all that out as a shaman and since that happened to me remember how I keep bringing up the movie Back to the Future to you constantly. Yes, 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 and that's yeah. Right? You know, it always everyone. It I get the. It's like a, a person speaking in tongue. I get these well, messages, well, and it takes Michael to interpretate what I'm seeing in times. But well, this is collating. Michael is telling his story, and Michael, forgive me for interrupting your story because I want to understand what the whale. You know what you were talking well, about on the fact. Well, I also wanted to point out that during that quantum leap, uh, number one, you were preoccupied with driving, but you do, you did sense something happening. Number two, I was in an over, over ordinary relaxed state, which was primo for what happened. And I believe we were given blessings and guidance and uh, extra sensory perception to help people going through the ascension that we're going through now. I warned folks two years ago that the end of the Mayan calendar represented the change of life as we know it, not ending life. And they meant by a dimensional shift, the polar shift, an energy shift, whatever you want to call it. There's a million books out there on it. But a tremendous shift in what would be considered another dimension that's in a multi-dimensional universe. And we're able to or accidentally or train ourselves to interact with these dimensions by using our beliefs and our minds. So that is what every light worker should be doing. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. 
Michael. David. Remember back in the day, I used to say, let's go to the sixth dimension, 22nd door. Yeah. And oh. remember, and by the way, while I was driving, I was so caught up in paying attention so I could drive because I felt it as well. I felt somebody in the back seat, even though, you know, my energy, oh, I, I feel you. energy constantly. And, and, um, I know you did. It was, I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't even talk half the time, just like I'm doing now, because yeah. I'm just so astonished at all that has been transpiring in the past couple of weeks. I can tell no, you exactly. I, at that barn exactly. where, you saw, where you saw the shed, let me tell you something about that. When I was pouring my water out, and you said, and I was showing you the barn, and it used to have an outhouse standing there, and I've got pictures of that outhouse with a, uh, with it looks like a Civil War person, and it looks like a, a, a see-through rock up in the middle of the tree, and you can literally see his outfit and uniform on. And then we came home from there, and you sat on the deck, and you want to go from there when you sat on the Decade Rangery? Well, we discovered that the dog was, uh, uh, her dog, uh, Puppy Wuppy, uh, would bark and look at a certain spot up at the ceiling and out through the wall every She's... time, like clockwork, every night, same yelp and bark. And I discovered that uh, what was happening was it could be, I'm not quite sure, a residue haunting or just the peace and the, and the beauty of her uh, her energy and home. These Confederates, uh, it was a band of Confederate soldiers that were in Yankee territory, and they were dying of thirst, and they needed to bring water back to their troops. So they were just getting the water and wanted to get out of there. And they were exhausted, and uh, I noticed them time after time, and it was they would show up exactly at the time the dog would act up. And then I discovered inside her home, there's grandparents and her father, so there was quite a lot of discernment that I had to do while I was there. And it's all peaceful and loving. One of the Confederates was obviously clairvoyant because he said to the others, this one can see us. I was sitting on a love seat on the deck, and uh, they were so tired, they couldn't. The only thing the one guy could say was, is he a Yankee? And the Confederate said, yes, but very advanced. And so they relaxed, and they embraced my energy. And then they went as far as showing me a vision, almost like they were giving me a gift for being open-minded, open-hearted, uh, finding gold, actually, in a certain location on Cassie's family's property, and a vision of what it looked like, and... Uh, giving me the knowledge that it, it was like a uh, military payroll and it was going to be attacked and they buried it. And these entities and these souls were showing me this, like a blessing, almost like telling me, go get this, go get this, you deserve it. You're, you're, you're that advanced, go get it. 
and they got their water and left. And then the dog would stop on. So, uh, are there multiple dimensions? Yes, there are. And uh, are there advanced uh, beings out there that are assisting us or perhaps generated our species? I believe there is. And can we communicate with the other dimensions and travel between them? I believe we can. And the way to it is by going within. This is your first chat name. My first chat name. And also vibrations and light color. That's why I've always said inside the box. It's inside the box. Instead of being outside the box, we have to go within our heart in order to heal ourselves in many, many past places and things and look at it and pray. I pray to the Holy Spirit about it. And I had tears running down my face because it just, in other words, we can't get there, each person, until we heal. That's what I was shown. We, and it's a layer by layer. And, you know, when we're ready, we do it to our, with ourselves. Absolutely. And, uh, and we're being assisted by multidimensional uh, information, uh, beings, uh, the, our higher consciousness, our subconsciousness, our, our higher power. Do you remember me telling you that I called in all my relatives from everywhere into into prayer through prayer, and I thought I saw. Well, I know I saw on the nineteenth of December like a rapture, but the rapture actually was awakening up the spiritual world more in order to assist us because my ancestors. That's why you fill them all in my house. That's because I asked them to come here. And remember the dream I had a couple of weeks ago, and I put it on blog talk in my half-asleep voice, where my uh, relatives were everywhere changing my blankets. And remember when I had that uh, chiropractic feet uh, broadcast a couple a month or two ago, and it was a, and I told the, the spirit, I said, because I was a bit twisting my body every which way. And I said, please, just go on and get it done. I said, it feels good, but it hurts because I have that sciatic nerve problem. And when I turned around, I saw a cape, and you told me, you know, a, a dark, kind of shadow with a cape flying. And we at first thought it was one of your guys, but what it was was one of the Confederate. Because you said that they wore those around there. It was like around the, the neck and short, like to the elbow. It was like a poncho or a rain jacket or part of the longer yeah, jacket. Yeah. Right, but it was, uh, yeah. it, you had said last night or night before when we were talking about this that, that that's what they wore. So it all coincides and makes sense of what you saw on the deck with the Confederates. And this area right here, Catawba County, and, um, you know, right here, we're right on the border of South and North Carolina. So this is exactly yeah. where they were, and right on the border. And it, you're saying things that I had not shared with you with pictures because I've got actual pictures that are not orbs because to me orbs are like dust in the in the lens. But you could see the image of these Confederate 
soldiers in around at my parents' house. Well, one interesting thing is uh, your area, your immediate area, was that Confederate or Yankee? You know what? I don't know. All I know is that my girlfriend at Bonnie's house, uh, where we go to the doctor's office, and I told you that the name in the road had changed. I wish you could have seen it back then. They, their area used to have, you could see the soldiers walking through the house. Sometimes things would fly out of the cabinets. I kid you not. And then at my old house where I raised my children in Hearthstone, if Jason played a certain piece of music, it was Simon and Garfunkel. The salt, he liked to eat salt while he studied, you know, little grains of salt. It would fly across the room. So, it, you know, a lot of people don't believe in the angels and the, and the spirits and everything. And I stuck my guns and people thought I was nuts back in the day, great, you know, growing up and, and, uh, well, but well, I I've always, you. I've always seen it, felt it, but I did ask the audio to be turned off. Because I, it, they talk too much, and you know, one time so I don't hear anymore. I hear, I, the words come in my heart so fast and deep; it's almost un, unable to to put in human wow. words to what what the knowing is, you know. And the knowing is 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 the Holy Spirit to me. But now I know the yes. knowing is He created it all anyway, and they're all here to assist and help us. Because I, uh, you say a lot of times I go transcendental when I meditate. Because I meditate religiously three times a day and I come, I go out there and I know when I come back I get this information and then you kind of decode it for me mm-hmm. uh, and it's a very interesting process and it's a little deeper than going out there it's almost like you are on a vision quest well actually you're going inside yourself I go inside myself deep into my inner self, and that is going out there because I'm inside. I go out of myself into my... Remember how I said that I'll take myself and come out of myself, and then it turns around and comes back into me, but it, it comes at different ages, and sometimes it looks like I did back in the day, you know, from anywhere from from when I was a little born, when I was born all the way up to na- uh, now, but it's... Remember how I told you I did that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What I'm doing, now talking to you with this right now, unfolding this, I am seeing that I the go out there. I come out of the part that needs to be healed, that age, that's why that specific look, you know, like it may be 16 years old. I could maybe be uh, 32 years old. Then I go within myself, and then I meditate and do, you know, whew, it's amazing. Well, it's just amazing. I, I, I so, I witnessed it. I witnessed it, and it is amazing. And uh, you can't even be really be pulled out of it until you come out of it yourself. Because I, I studied your eyes as you were doing it, and there was a complete difference in everything with your eyes. And even Joyce knows that we can't say yet. You said, "Look at your eyes; they're the deepest blue." Yay! Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to be able to tell that news. I uh, mean, uh, and what color are your eyes? Brown, right? No, they're blue, honey. Deep blue, almost black. Okay, okay. Now, your eyes turn dark brown. Yes, and they turn red, too, when I'm mad. 
he said. I, I have, yeah, I have seen this and witnessed it. And I can tell by the way the pupil and the iris is acting that there's spiritual, paranormal, uh, deep mental, emotional activity going on. And I know enough not to disturb you and let you flow. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then I watch your eyes come back. Right. So, and I, I appreciate that very much. That's that's another way of meditation is I turn on BBS 24-hour music. And you see how I just go out there with that music and move every little muscle in my body sitting still. I don't think you can see it, but I go within my body and, and I meditate and I go swimming with the, to the depths of the ocean and I shoot up to the highest over the stars and become like confetti and pull myself back together and go into the world, spin it around the right way. I mean, I just and become an airplane. And I uh, become like a compass and balance the earth and which yeah. leads us to your one question: the whale thing. That what well, you told me to remind you. So I've reminded you several times of what is exactly. I remember telling you about a lot of past lives when I first met you. So I want to see if this coincides with some some oh. of the things I saw through your eyes. When I first saw you here, I want to see if any of it relates about the whale. Because well, remember, I used to tell you about Jonah and the whale. That was a story that you just recently told on a previous broadcast here. Uh, but ever since this experience with the last visit with you, I have been getting visions upon visions, and visualizations are almost like I can do whatever I want immediately. And uh, when I do the elliptical, I automatically get pulled to rowing boats. And we're almost like slave soldiers, and they're training us for battle, and we're racing whales. And there's a drummer, and, and we're doing it to the drum. And the message there is was a little confusing to me. I was very worried about Japan for some reason, and I I was going to announce yesterday that I felt they were going to have an earthquake, but I didn't, because it scares people. Uh, But I still am very worried about Japan. I feel like they should go on red alert, prepare themselves for aftershocks and other little nasty things. But anyway, uh, that message came from the whale that I was alongside me as I was growing and it, they used my health lifestyle change to incorporate this vision to me so I would understand it and another one I believe uh, the message I received was uh, on the brink of uh, World War Three, uh, which we I believe we are but it was like almost confirming it and if we didn't beat this whale, it would happen. And well, it was like everybody are. I promise we're not going to have. I feel, and I've stood my ground all my life, yeah. and I know yeah. we're not going to. I know that peace is coming. I know it. I just feel it in yeah. my gut. Well, but I tell you, I looked up what the whale means. What's it mean? Okay, but first I gotta say, remember when I was when before we had ever met, and I kept seeing you as the like the head of the of a, a boat that rode through the wood 
remember? And it was, and I thought at the time it was more of a uh, Troy, you know, uh, what's that called? Uh, back in the, you know, the Troy war, you know, the Trojans. Yeah, the, the And I saw you sitting real high up, like you were telling them, woo, woo. Remember that? Do you remember me yeah. telling you that some time ago? Yeah. I was, uh. So, now you're seeing it. Let me tell you what the well means, because this is amazing what you're saying. Well, put it out there, because I've been, I'm fighting okay, with this well vision. Let me give the link while I'm reading it, because I never study much. I like to get things from spirit. But this is www.linsdomain.com and forward slash totems, forward slash pages, forward slash well dot htm. It says, a well totem teaches you to go deep within yourself, going within Awaken your inner creativity, but they also teach you not to become lost in your creative imagination, but to live in the real world, which you said that you are, you know, just obsessed and going with with the stuff so deep, right? So there's the message from there. And it's saying because it's telling you to use your creative imagination, but live in your real world. And then it says, when a well totem shows up in your life, examine your own use of the creativity, applying your own creative intuition to form to formulas, which you're doing with the with the uh, exercise, uh, elliptical machine, and other various things that we've discussed. This is in this infuses them with power and magic. Creativity for the sake of creativity is not what the well teaches. It awakens the greatest depth of creative inspiration. But you must add your own color and light to your own outer life to make it wonderful. I say that all the time when, you know, that's you, that's yours, that's it. And just like that, you know, I can't learn. You can share with the person, you know, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. That's the teacher comes to the student. But I've said it over and over on these broadcasts. You can take people's work and use it, but you have to use it to how it benefits you. Just like with the president's speech, it talked directly to me in many ways, but I'm sure it talked to other people in their way. You know what I mean? President Obama's addressing the union. And here it goes to uh, the wealth. The sound of the well teaches us how to create with songs. So there's your drum and beat. The well, along with the dolphin, and others, uh, sentient beings of our planet, they too are self-aware and they have souls. According to Michael's teachings, huh? according to Michael's teachings, isn't that something, Michael? Michael <laughs> it's written on here, according to Michael's oh my teachings. God. <laughs> giving me the willies. I kid you not. So, this person, this page belongs to his name, Michael, you know, his teachings, because it says, according to Michael's teachings, they are fourth cycle, while most of mankind is in the 11th or 12th cycle, which is the dimensional that we were talking about. Wow. This is amazing. Yeah. It says creation... Wait a minute, it says creation, which that's all we have discussed together, That we're going, what, 
what we're going to do together, you know, yeah, with our, yeah, our yeah, art yeah. And, and photography and just creation. We create together yeah. well. And, and but teach. we also have separate and teach. But it's the power of the song. That's why you keep playing the Native American and the inner depths. It's creation, power of song, and inner depths. Mm. Michael. Michael, Michael, Michael. Remember before you started hearing the drums? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you remember when we went to the pond and I told you the story about my dad and how he nearly died getting shot and then he also he almost drowned in that little spot right there? That's where I yeah. lost myself and yeah. to really focus and concentrate to drive. Yeah. Yeah. I was out of it for the whole trip. I was getting vision. And then we had a, I had a vanilla milkshake and you had a strawberry when we ended up in Monroe. I mean, we went from South Carolina to Monroe. We we could have driven to the beach and back. And and when we came back, we went out on the deck, and I kept saying, I could barely see you because the sun was setting, and you were touching your temple and pulling at your hair, just so cute. Oh man, you yeah. just were so cute. <laughs> but anyway, that's when you were talking to the two guys out there, huh? And then the other night when you told me about it, the shadow came in, but it pulled out of the door. I mean, the wall, but Puppy gets ready to start at any minute. She does it a lot on the station, but she's done it for four years. I just haven't ever told anybody. She stares at the same spot, and it's out on the deck. But I want to also say this house is always like a sanctuary. You can, I will not let anyone in it if there's a certain time that I'm doing something. And people think I'm being very rude. One time a schoolmate uh, friend came by. You were here. And I was in the middle of doing something, and I just went, bye. You know, like, don't stop by my house. But now maybe some people will understand why, because I am a shaman. You were here, and we had just lost Fred, Dr. Fred Bell that night, which was a, a rocket scientist on BBS Radio. But I want to apologize to Aunt, my friend Ann if uh, I hurt her feelings, because I'm telling you, no, it, don't think that it's just you, Ann. It's everyone. And, Michael, you know how I crack the door to talk to people or I go outside. Because this house is like a – it doesn't have anything on the walls. Nothing is unpacked except for simple few things. I live very simply. I never – I don't have a clock. I don't use a calendar. I don't turn on the TV. Um, I'm very, very, very focused in this ascension and helping this world heal and uh, – I'm going to do my job, but I have to heal as well, and I get, I get, I've got a little feisty mouth on me, but I've learned, I've learned to see why it was because I was not paying attention to myself, and uh, I was trying to get my own attention, because what we say out loud to others is exactly what we really feel and say about ourselves. want to tell everybody that everything that I'm uh, obsessively researching, I'm also being told to post certain ones of them, and I am putting them on my Facebook, so maybe I can shorten your journey, perhaps, by going to my Facebook and listening to everything that I'm posting, including our shows, my shows. Uh, that goes to show you with everyone. Remember today... I told you, you when you posted about the wolf song, a lady posted the wolf totem. Then you posted about the e eagle, and I had the dream about the eagle with the golden wings. 
And yeah. that person posted about what the eagle meant. So you are definitely, I, they're paying attention, but it's speaking to them and their needs and their ways. I'm going through a major transition, and I'm, I feel I'm being told that we need to immediately, immediately start analyzing and studying the Native American beliefs and ways. Thank you. Uh, seriously. I mean, form a think tank of all our geniuses, get all the high-powered shaman together, and form a think tank. And I got a feeling that it could be our one of our ways out of the mess that we're in. So I just wanted to get that out there. And anybody struggling with meditation or visualization, I recommend that you do listen to Native American flute and drumming and music and prayers. That's a, uh, that's a prerequisite, honey, for uh, becoming absolutely. a shaman. Absolutely. It, it, you get your, when you get your certifications or whatever, we have uh-huh. to go through so much drumming. Oh, it's phenomenal. What it's, remember it's when here. I was at the Senate Reservation, we kept the the twelve foot drum going. I mean, the, the at the twelve sided lodge, that huge drum, the heartbeat of Mother Earth, dun, 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 dun. And I'll take my mirror outside and do the four directions with my drum. That's a Navajo drum, and beat the Mother Earth beat. But she needs to be healed because her. She is hurting so deeply, and we think of us like being in her womb, and we are ascending her back into healing. And until we get right with ourselves, this war will not stop because the war is a spiritual warfare, and a spiritual warfare is going on inside of our hearts, which causes human beings to act out towards others because of the feelings of the power of needing to be controlled of what. Is inside of themselves. And I'd like to add that vision with the ant. Uh, I was questioning how, 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 how. And uh, I was given a thriving ant colony. I mean, they were burying their dead. They had their police, the soldiers. They had the workers. They had the builders. They had the royalty. They... Everybody was eating, everybody was happy, everybody had a job, uh, uh, and it was almost like, how simple can we make it for you? Do you remember when I said that the first thing that, when I realized there was life and creatures, I was four years old sitting between my godfather's church, he was a preacher, and his house, and I pushed on an ant and it harmed it and the other ants carried it all. Here she goes, it's Tom. <laughs> she's yeah. starting and she's looking. Yeah. Right, girl on. Girl, right on Tom. Right on time. The Listen to the archives folks of uh Bridging Wisdom and you will hear her at approximately this time every night, five to ten minutes before we get off the air. And she's gonna start she talking was- in a minute. Should I mention our secret creative project that's going to be coming? Which one? We have many. <laughs> we Shellac have many. Shellac is Michael and Tassie. Oh, that one. 
Yes, please tell them because we well, keep giving you bits and pieces of remember this and remember that in our conversations. Go ahead, darling. Absolutely. So as geniuses as we are, uh, we said we're going to create This will be a reality radio show. It will be pre-recorded, and it's going to be one hour, two hour behind the scenes with Tassie and Michael, and we're going to edit it and file it and upload it into Blog Talk. It's just going to be our simple, because when we talk on the phone, everyone, all of the, I hope that everyone's listening tonight for the 192 countries that BBS Radio services, but I want to say, we talk for four to five hours, and it's always teaching, most, except for maybe five percent loving, well, no, a lot of loving, but I'm just saying, it's teaching deep, trying to bouncing off of each other like a mirror. And so what we've decided is I, Michael was recording, recordings have come up twice with uh, little symbolic things that only he and I understand right now, but we were told spiritually to record our conversations so that we could share them and upload them to Blog Talk. This will be pre-recorded. We will know we're being recorded, but we will not be uh, in performing mind state. Just like us now. I mean, we are on air, but when we get together, that drops and we're talking. And BBS Radio is the place where we discuss what the little pieces. So BBS is like our home base. Oh, yeah. Tuesday evenings. That this know, is the mothership. It's just like the mothership, and they have all the pieces that will go with the blog talk that we upload. That yeah. will, you know, because it's so long. Their library. Everyone, before we get off the air, real quick, please, please go to www.bbsradio.com forward slash archives. There are their library could teach anyone, you cannot get a better opportunity than to join up with BBS Radio's archives with the profound teachers from all over the universe and the awakenings and the ascension. Michael and I are not the type yet to go out into the public and have all these big uh, meetings and, 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 and congregations of what we're doing. We are inside. And sharing via radio airways. We don't do um, we do blogs, but we don't do uh, web pages or anything. Just Google search Kathy with a C, Hill Cook, or Bridging Wisdom, or Michael Goger, or, or Yahoo, or whatever, Bling, whatever you use, uh, Oprah. Or, but we've got to wrap it up, Michael. We've got five minutes before well, the hour. Paul, we have... Uh, Okay. Can I give him my phone number? I'm available in private for sessions. Quickly, 518-249-3995. And Google Michael Goger Productions, and it will bring you to my radio show. And that's G-O-G-G-E-R. Productions. And you will find all my radio shows and archives. Yes, okay. sir. And you also have archives on BBS Radio. I was playing with them today. 
you have you were one of the first, uh, but with your show, uh, the Michael Goger show, as well as your inner thoughts. Inner thoughts, and uh, oh my lord, there's so many. BBS rocks. It's uh, I want to say it's the nucleus of awakening. Mm-hmm. It was the beginning I, I, of. It was basically the beginning of of internet radio. Yeah, that's why I call it the nucleus. Mm-hmm. The nucleus of, of the nucleus. of the internet and consciousness uh, evolving and changing. Exactly. So, and, uh, and Doug and Don Newsom, they're twins. They own the station. I would like to thank them for the opportunity for us to share and all the ones that that they work with so diligently and have, still have time to just have a little phone conversation. I love them to pieces, and I just can't, I can't tell you enough of what a blessing it is to have the BDS family in my life, our life. We listen to it while you're here. That's all I'll listen to, isn't it? That's all I, you know, will have on. Their, their music is above and beyond, and everybody should be listening. Yes. And, uh... And to go to these, some of the uh, the Bible. Have you ever read that, Michael? Doug's writings, Doug Newsom's writings. I call him the word man. I call, I call Don the master butterfly. And I call Seth the paperclip. He's the engineer that wrote the song, too. Very good. And uh, I'd like to say another thing, too. Uh, everybody's welcome to my Facebook and my fan page. Uh, Facebook.com, funny slash, Michael Goger, dot Michael Goger. Just, just search you out, and it says Facebook. Yeah. And go to my Facebook and send an invite. Right now I'm on lockdown because I got too big to pass. Later I want to say to everybody that knows us, I was Bright Lights Pathfinders. I still go by that. You were going within. And we have t- worked together for seven years. And Michael um, is the best out there in readings and uh, caring and loving and doing what's right for the client that he has as well as he is my teacher as well as I'm his teacher I hope in a good way and I have learned a lot from you you're just a, a beautiful soul Michael and I, I'm grateful that we are allowed to work together not only professionally but privately as well and they're going to get little tastes of our private phone conversations. Hey, that's a title. What? Private, pro, private phone. Private with Michael and Tassie. Michael calls me Tassie because the new listeners, my brothers and sisters, could not pronounce Kathy. It came out Tassie, and that's my my nickname. And now we got to make our energy ball, baby. We got to make our energy ball, but we got to get off five till the hour because they have a two a really profound one coming up tonight on station two is Roseanne Barr, very um, good, and also uh, a, a priest, a Catholic priest that's a female. Go and look on the main page and tell all about. That's with uh, station two after us, and then they have on station one. Uh, spiritual Revolution Radio. 
And I want to thank Judith Conrad that was prior to our show. So I hope everyone listens up and tunes in to as many possible that they can. There is just uh, click on the name on the main menus, and you can go and read a little bit about like a small bio. Usually people have links in their books listed, and you'll have uh, I have not kept up with the archives of what each of ours are, but most people keep up with the profound authors and uh, politicians to UFOs to scientists to rockets. You name it, BBS Radio has it, and uh, their hosts have a wonderful guest. I want to put in the energy ball, Michael, um, happiness and hope and joy of this life. Celebrate the people that pass as well. They all have a good message to us as well as uh, being part of who we are in our hearts with wisdom. I'd like to put in hope, belief, creativity, imagination, and healing this earth. Love and peace, genuine peace and liking. What would you like to put in there? I would like to put in real quick that uh, all the light workers focus on studying, preparing uh, the uneducated to prepare for the ascension that is going on. Uh, be there for them. Uh, they're, they're crying, they're depressed, they can't sleep, they're gaining weight, they're losing weight, they're uh, and it's up to us light workers to explain to them, look, what you're feeling is normal. This is what's happening. We are shifting a dimension spiritually and energy-wise, and we need all the teachers to focus on that and study it and spread the word. Uh, which brings me to someone tell me why I pop out light bulbs all the time. At certain yeah. times, when I'm really deep into something, after you I'll left, tell you I, right I, now, I lost five light bulbs in the right here where I sit. And if I go I, out, this happened to me in the late '80s, early '90s. I'd go under light, you know, lights on the street, and they'd go out. But these pop; these are going. Like, and it, like last night, I was in the kitchen, and I was thinking about the ant, you know, because it related to you know how we relate to everything that our conversations connect. And the lights started going, and a little black ant came walking up on the side of the sink. I can and tell you I had right to turn now. that light off. I can tell you right now. You're an advanced, uh, you're an advanced soul, and you are hyper, hyper psychic, sensitive, and empathic. And your energy waves are overwhelming the light bulb. I want to say that's amazing because I held one of the light bulbs that went out in my hand and it came back on just a little bit and then it went off again so in my hand I have seen this before yeah well baby the the radio Bridget Wisdom dog is saying goodnight and that she loves everybody and Michael, I love you to pieces and back, and I love BBS Radio, and I love the universe and each of each, every one of you. And with that, it's been a great show. This is Tuesday, my brother Barry's birthday. Happy birthday, Barry. March the 27th, 2012 timeline. Date stamp, Kathy Cook and Michael Goger.
and we are off the air. Bye-bye, everyone.